listening to Deep Diving Into Dating, where matchmakers at one-on-one matchmaking share snackable stories about dating and how to be a better dater. I'm Jessica Rosenthal, the newest matchmaker. I'm Jennifer Mayaki. And I'm Carrie Overby. And we're the matchmakers. Woohoo! <laughs> Alright, so today we are going to be talking about butterflies and first dates and how you feel. Carrie, what, what do you think about butterflies? Um, my experience with dating always been that that's how I knew you know like I just always had that experience so I thought that's what you should always look for but then when I started working here and the more people I talked to who had like successful relationships I realized there's lots of different avenues um, and that it doesn't always happen that way for everyone so I started researching it and it's actually you know not necessary to have butterflies the first time you meet someone and uh, sometimes it could even... You researched it. How did you research it? <laughs> research She's it. written a paper. We have a thesis in our <laughs> office. Um, I actually did write a blog about it. Um, yes. So, yeah, um, there's all these different dating, all this different dating research, and they, they finally did one where they figured out that two-thirds of happy couples met first as being friends. Oh, wow. And then it developed. And then most of those um, were friends for at least two years, Um, which I was like, whoa, really? Um, I didn't know that. But most of the dating research that's out there is based on dating someone who is a stranger. Yeah, like, you know, like the chemistry or the the butterflies or whatever. Um, So it's kind of like garbage data because it doesn't even really touch on what, what it's like for two-thirds of the interesting in good relationships yeah okay yeah so did you have butterflies when you met your husband um no I didn't not on the first date I would say on the third date on our kiss I remember I dropped my purse it was the best kiss I've ever had there was definitely butterflies then but on our first date I thought he was weird I mean I did I thought he was a big dude who was weird I, I was it so you definitely feel like you developed the butterflies like as time went on Yeah, I mean, I was like, and I tell people this all the time. I think that most women that, I mean, you all let me know if you agree or not. I think for us, butterflies only happen like 15% of the time. It's pretty rare, right? Because most of the time, you know, we're not maybe as easily turned on or something, or like we're going in neutral or we're skeptical. So like a butterfly situation is pretty rare. And even if we have it, we're sort of like, eh, is this dude a player? I mean, like, you know, because that's kind of weird to get that. Um, so I think that leads back to the friends thing. I think that women, they only trust, like, their gut, right, in terms of, like, do they actually trust the guy? They don't trust that butterfly situation. I think that's rare. I think I, I, I use similar data around this that I made up. I, I didn't research shit. Um, but yeah, I think that like 15% of the time it's like there and the girl's like into the guy. It's like, I want to make out with that dude. I'm into him. And I think like 70% of the time, this is why it doesn't make sense. Where are the numbers not? Yep. So I would say we feel neutral. Like I, he's a nice guy. I guess I'd go out with him again. And then what's left? What is that? So, and then another 15% of the time we are completely heaved out, grossed out. Like we want to call our friends in the bathroom because we're so offended and we hate this guy. <laughs> like, 
right? I mean, like there's guys that you're into, which is a weird thing, and there's guys that are totally freaked out too, which is a weird thing. A more normal date is to be like, he was polite, maybe I'll see him again, right? Like, or, do you agree with me about yeah. those percentages that I just made up? Yeah, I, mean, I also feel like just like, I mean, I've only been here a month. Just from like the feedback I've seen, I feel like a lot of women, if they don't feel that initial spark, they're like, ah, never mind. And they won't go out with him again. And right. that's why you're my clients forever. And keep your Amex on file here, please. Because <laughs> you were dating stupidly. Yeah, I mean, according to science. I mean, and butterflies are for my eight-year-old daughter, not for a 45-year-old. Okay, like, what are you doing? But I don't, I don't know if this uh, fits in with your made-up percentages, but, you know, I'm 45 yeah, and I have felt them three times. Yeah. Like in my life. You know, like that that's spark, what I'm that saying. lightning strike. Right, right, right. And I know everybody's looking on, looking for that. But, yeah. um, and the times that you felt them, did they end up being bad? Um, Some of the guys the, ended up being bad dudes. My two out of three. So, I mean. Yeah. 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 And I think, um, don't, don't quote me on this, but I think it, it was saying, the research was saying like, you ultimately are seeking someone that is a, you know, companion to you or like someone who has a similar personality or like really gets you or, right. you know, whatever. Like, yeah. this is a partner. This is somebody that you're going to be spending a lot of time with and, you know, looks fade and that, you know, the, the sex part, I guess, eventually fades. I don't know. I had some pretty frisky. You know, right. Well, you need to get that together. <laughs> make like, that work. You know, like everything sort of goes away except for the, that connection or that, you know, companionship uh, right. in the end. So, like, what are you really looking for? You know, like, I think that that, I mean, the first guy that I felt that for uh, cheated. I mean, exactly. For sure. I mean, it's more of a lust or a chemical. Yeah. Kind of I mean, that's why, I mean, and girls, do you agree with me? Like, if you felt that way right away, would you kind of not trust that guy? I think now I, I, I wouldn't. I think now, like, with my experience, because I feel like I've had a similar experience. You know, I felt butterflies. Like, wow, this is right. They cheated on me. Yeah, because if I felt that right away, you are dressing good, and you smell good, and you told me I was attractive. So you're right. smooth. That's the reason I feel that way. And I know you were smooth with other women, so, like, my guard would be up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would be like, you should not be attracted to this guy because he's a dog. And, yeah, I mean... And if I'm honest, I've been attracted to guys here, even though I'm married. My, my husband doesn't listen to this, but, but I'm just saying, and, and they ended up being dogs. Yeah, mm -hmm. they were dogs. Yeah. They smell good. They look good. They said all the right things. They were charming as shit. They were dogs. I watched them date. Yeah. yeah you know? They were smooth. Looking at it is like this uh, dating coach, Lauren Zoller. She's on TikTok. And she was talking about butterflies that if you, she said it's like perfectly normal to feel them like before the date, just like nerves. You know, like, yeah. you guys are like butterflies. I feel like hers is a little different. But she's saying if you're still feeling the butterflies like into like the second, third date, like that's a red flag from your body. Like it's really, you, yeah. She's like, you want to find someone that feels like coming home that makes you feel comfortable. You don't Aww. want that person that always makes you feel on edge because that's really your body like sending you that red flag that there's something wrong. Did Lauren say you could still sleep with a guy? Because, like, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> that's your out. I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, I don't know. Okay, so speaking of that, so, um, one, one thing that I found out that I was kind of shocked by is I was like, well, yeah, I can see relationships developing from being friends because I bet those guys, you know, it's like the Billy Crystal thing and like when Harry met Sally where he's like, men and women can't be friends, blah, blah, Yeah. So I was like, well, I bet the guy was into the girl, you know. Right, was, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like I believe that. Zone, yeah. Whatever, you know, and then she <clears throat> never kind of gave up or whatever. Right. But they said that that's only the case in 18%. Wow. Of, you know, the people, it was like 2,000 people that they, they were genuinely friends on both sides. 
um, that that most of the time, you know, they're just were friends, like just friends. I believe women here meant Sally too. Guys and girls can just be friends. And then they they said that kind of after um, within a year, like if they moved it from friends to more within a year that people were generally like on the same level attractiveness wise. So like if it's a super attractive person, they were friends with yeah. a super attractive person, they moved it to the next level. But after two years, even that didn't matter. And it was more about their connection that they had formed. So yeah, you know, like it's what love the, is blind is about. Yeah. Like being yeah. in the friend zone is, I mean, it could be a good thing, I guess. I really, yeah. I've never really thought of it, you know, that way, but, um, yeah, just most people aren't that patient. Yeah. Um, it's my other plug that I like to say that, you know, anybody that works with me needs to read this book if they're a girl. It's called Half a Met Hello. To me, it is stupid to not go out with a guy if he is in the 85% I just made up. You're into him. You want to make out with him. You should definitely go out with him again. Um, make sure you don't get drunk on the second date. And then, or you're neutral. You only don't go out with the guys where you're like, if he touched me. I remember this one girl who married through us. Shout out to Lisa. And Mark, congratulations. I'll have to send this podcast to you. Um, she, I encouraged her to go on a second date with a guy, and she was like, he made my skin crawl. And I was like, all right, well, you don't have to. I mean, like, I mean, like, if a guy makes your skin crawl, you should definitely not go on a second date with him. If you're like, yeah. But if you're neutral, I mean, it, it, it honestly, it bothers me when I get feedback on the girls. Like, I'm not sure there was chemistry. I'm like, when was the last time you had chemistry with somebody? Because a lot of times the girls that we come to see us, they haven't had a relationship in 10 years. Mm-hmm. So they're literally late, waiting on literal lightning to strike. Mm-hmm. Like they did, they're like 38 or something. They want the same thing to happen to them when they're 24. I mean, maybe your brain doesn't work that way because you're it's 10 years later. And it's kind of like, how'd that work out for you? Right, exactly, at 24. Like, I mean, yeah, that's, that relationship obviously ended. Right, or it was tumultuous yeah. and alcohol-infused, whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I thought it was fascinating, and I, I, I do hear that same feedback over and over again. Yeah, you know? from women. And, you know, it's, like, coupled with what a great conversation they had, like, how easy it was, and it, it's just, like, then go out again, you know, like, develop right. a relationship you know, like, and then see what happens. And the research backs that up. So um, yeah, I think it's worth a shot. Yeah. The other thing I think that's happening, keep going into all these other things, but, you know, men are treating women as equals, and so they are texting women to go on a second date, which I hate, as everybody knows. If you've listened to this podcast before, I hate it. I think it's wuss. Um, but, um, you know, they're doing that because they want to give you your space, and they're doing that because they – you know, respect your time, and, you know, when women don't text back or don't text back right away, the guy's out. He assumes you're not interested, like, and also, check it, girls, the ratio is four women to, or five women to every one man. If you're not responding to this guy's text, he's not going to keep chasing you. I mean, I don't know who you think you are. I hope you are like Miss Georgia, um, you know, that you can just hang on and not even be polite and respond to the guy's text, but you need to reciprocate the interest or he's disappearing. You know, anyway, whatever, that was a tangent, but I just, I think, you know, you got to go on a second date. You, people are treating it like a second date is a relationship. A second date is lunch. What are you talking about? Like, just just go out, have fun. You're not dating him. He's not your boyfriend. That's it. What else are you doing? Do you have five dates next week? Uh, Anyway. Um, all right. Well, what do we think about, um, guys? 
if they meet a girl and they they have such a great time with her, but they don't feel a chemistry? Um, I, I actually looked into that because, you know. Yes, guys, Carrie, our researcher. <laughs> Carrie's our regular PhD. Guys are, um, you know, typically thought of as more like visual yeah, creatures. Yeah, for sure. And so I was looking um, into this guy who gives advice similar to the. I, and I Who's the guy? His name, ah, Andy. All right, I'm sorry. All right, okay. um, but he was talking about sort of the same thing where he met a girl and. You know they got along so great and everything was great even this you know the sex was good you know like um but he just always felt like he deserved a dime piece like she just wasn't hot enough for him oh yeah uh, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. This is and our so he he broke up with her mm -hmm. um and then of course he pursued um the dime piece the dime piece and yes. then so he listed all, all I, I didn't memorize those stats but he just listed <laughs> basically and they could have been fake percentages of like how often that dime piece is also crazy you right know, like, crazy um, hot matrix because, read into it you know yeah. they've been treated differently they totally. have not had to develop their personality they have you all know, right so like, what was the bottom line did blah, he end blah, up with blah, the blah. dime piece or what so he went out with dime piece after dime piece after dime piece and he was like uh, they suck yeah. You know? And yeah. so he went back to... To the girl she to took him back? Ooh. And she didn't take him back. Yes, um, girl, yes. She was, she was married and happy. Um, yeah. And he was like, well, damn. But that, that changed his mind about, like, what he was looking for. And he was like, you know, she doesn't have to be the most attractive woman in the room. But, you know, obviously attractive. Like, you have to be... She has to be decent. Right. <laughs> she doesn't make your skin crawl or whatever you said before. Yeah. But um, you know, like other things are more important, you know? Yeah. Like for the sure. way she makes you feel about yourself, like the time that you guys spend together being actually fun. Like he was just giving different examples of what it's like to be with like the hot girl. Mm. And it was it was really funny. But um yeah, he 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 regretted it and he was like, you know, obviously guys are gonna be guys, but looks fade, mm -hmm. you know, everything fades and it's like then you're left with what first of all and if you were looking for a 10 and you're about a seven good luck good luck she's still dating tens mm. i you, love that i yeah. love how guys think like oh <laughs> like i don't want to hear it when you're wanting to me but why she doesn't get back to you it's because you're not attractive enough and she doesn't need your money anymore that's it mm. yeah yeah. So if you like a um, petite, fit girl, I hope you're in shape. She likes a hot guy with a six pack. Seriously. Or, or work on your your friend your friend skills and be friends with two years and then. Yeah, you, you've <laughs> waited out for two years, I guess. Friend zone method. Good yeah. Job. <laughs> yeah. Well, Carrie, talk about your blog. Um. Because you're writing a blog, too. We're so with it. We're yes. so... I'm um, even trying to learn how to inst use the Instagrams. Yes. I, <laughs> I, I thought of it, actually. I thought of the blog, actually, because of you. Because really? Because of Sarah Catherine. Um, and even, I, I feel like, Emily. I mean, you know, I just feel like in the, the success story that came in um, last month, who um, about drew yeah drew, drew yeah um, shout out to drew and steve who got engaged to us recently yeah e even though I, I think she kind of um you know liked him from the beginning but she just, thought he was too old um just how she was really like open, initially she was know, really open open and like you know how sarah catherine always tells the story like she didn't like 
she wasn't overly enthused about who is now her husband. Yeah. Um, and they just let it be like a slow burn, I guess. And so I just started thinking about it and looking into it to see, like, is that a, you know, is that a more successful, you know, method? Right. I mean, you know, like to really get to know, you know, give people a chance, get to know them like really well and go from there. Um, because, you know, everybody wants to feel that, that spark and that chemistry yeah. and all of that. But it's meaningless, really. Yeah. The other thing that dudes do when they meet this dime piece or whatever or this girl that like fits their niche is they really like if they want it and they're alpha males, which hire us a lot, they smother her because they assume they're like, oh my God, this is who I've been looking for. I'm going to go for the gold. Meanwhile, the girl's like, you're in the neutral zone. Okay. I need you to slow your roll. I'm not sure if I want to go away with you for the weekend or be in a relationship. Like you're clearly interviewing me and I think you're nice enough to go out with on a second date. So I've seen that, like, I think that a lot of times guys are really looking for this type of girl. They meet her and they're all in. And meanwhile, that girl, you're not her type. Hello, you're bald, you're short, you got a dad, Bob. I mean, like, you know, no. So, like, be less eager, for God's sakes. I I mean, I see, like, I feel like that happens a lot of guys when they do feel the spark, they immediately are just like, okay, they're like a tiger. Yeah, my husband, yeah. They're like, you're who I'm looking to marry. Okay, great. What are you looking for? And they're like, you're who I'm looking to go to Top Golf with, maybe on a Tuesday. (laughs) Okay, so, anyway. Um, I feel like we should talk about Emily. So Emily, who was with us six years, did a great job, helped us start this podcast, got it all together, is doing date coaching. And if you guys want to look for her, it's Emily Doge, or you can call the office. She's helping with our clients a lot. So still really involved with the company, but not as directly. And that's where it where Emily is. We'll probably have her on the podcast at some point. Yeah. I feel like I should yeah. point out um, that her name is Dodge. I oh, yeah. I say everybody's name's wrong. I say Doge. I make everybody's last name French. It's just something I do because I'm classy, honestly. Uh, <laughs> so what is the name of your um, blog post so that they can look out for it? Okay, so um, I don't know. It hasn't dropped yet. It hasn't but, dropped. Um, Boom. It's, it's called <laughs> From the Friend Zone to the End Zone. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Why Butterflies Don't Always Matter. Okay, great. So make sure you guys keep a lookout for that. That'll be on our website. And good luck dating. Thanks for listening to Deep Diving Into Dating. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram at one-on-one matchmaking. And also, if you're listening on Apple Music, please make sure to give our podcast five stars.